1: All right, back here on Sports Talk, we welcome in now the voice of the New Orleans Pelicans, Todd Grafanini. Todd, how was your Christmas? It was wonderful, Christian. It was great. I uh, hope you guys had just as uh, good of a Christmas as I did with the family. And um, It's great to talk to you all, man. What a time to be alive.
2: Hey, hey man, time to be alive and a time to be a Pels fan. Hell yeah. Uh, what, Graff? <laughs> Uh, come on, uh, graph Twenty-one and twelve. We not even even in twenty twenty-three. How? I I got goosebumps all over just talking to you. I mean, come on. Uh, we, we playing the Pacers. Uh, the arena's sold out a uh, week night. You got to go to maybe people don't have to go to work because it's the holidays. But still, boy, there's a high expectations for this team right now.
1: No, and look, Bobby, you said it, and I actually said it on the broadcast last night. I mean, you got. 21 wins a day after Christmas. I mean, you, you go back to last year, you're, you're at 10 wins right now, and you're thinking about ping pong balls in the lottery uh, a year ago. So it, it's just been a tremendous turnaround, and, you know, it, it all goes to the top David Griffin, Trajan Langdon, Swing Cash, and, and Willie Green and the staff. And of course, the players. It, it, it's very rare in the NBA, Bobby when you have no turnaround in your roster. This is the mm. exact same roster you had a year ago. Obviously, you're adding Dyson Daniels, who, who, you, right. who you drafted. And, and, of course, you had Zion Williamson, who came in in tremendous shape and, and is playing the way that we thought he could play uh, You know, three years ago when he was a rookie. Uh, it, it's just been really, really fun. It's been a privilege to be a part of because this is a true team. In every sense of the word, Jonas Balanchunas mentioned it last night, Bobby, after the game, after his 300th double-double uh, in his career, he said there's no, there's no selfishness on this team. It's a team. And when, you, when you field 10 guys, Bobby, against the Indiana team who had come off two wins in Boston and in Miami. Hello. And they're full, they're full strength. And, I mean, you're up 29 in that game last night with 10 healthy bodies. And you're shooting 30% from three. Uh, it's it was incomprehensible what was going on last night. But this team does the little things so well. And I heard you talking about it the 16 offensive rebounds, the 26 second chance points. Um, you know we're second in the league in steals. Uh, we had 10 more last night. It's just it's complete basketball. And I know we're going to get into it, but the basic thing I can tell you, Bobby is this team can beat you in different ways. And that's why I think when we get into the postseason, when everything slows down and it's and it's not really run and gun. It's more of a half court style. The Pels can beat you half court. They can beat you running and gunning. It doesn't matter. And that's why when we get to playoff basketball, you've got a chance to make a run. Graph, that's where I was going next is really you mentioned their ability to play any kind of brand of basketball, but also the depth that this team has, uh, quality depth? Well, Christian, you know, it, it's, it's really unfortunate the way the depth has been built over the last couple <laughs> of years. But the fact of the matter is we've had so much injury, COVID, what have you, in the last two years, that role players have had a lot of minutes uh, being played. But, you know, they played a ton of minutes. So when they actually have to play a lot, the the moment's not too big uh, for them. And again, it's unfortunate because you don't want to have injuries, but unfortunately, that's part of the game now in the NBA. I mean, this is it's not just the Pelicans. This is up and down the league. Guys are missing games left and right. And last year, you know, before you made the trade with for CJ and Larry Nance, if Brandon Ingram missed a game last year, you might as well have punted. I, right. I mean, game <laughs> over. It, you know, Pelz were seven and eighteen without Brandon Ingram last year. We're twelve and six without him. Now again, yeah. that is a big, big piece of this team, and it's unfortunate how he went down because that's an injury. You know, Desmond Bain who's an outstanding player for the Memphis Grizzlies who were going to face on New Year's Eve. He had the same exact injury, and he missed a month. Now Bain just came back uh, last week, so you know, hopefully Brandon is a lot closer. And you know, he was getting up shots during during uh, pregame yesterday, so I think he's a little bit closer than he has been. But still, it, it just really speaks to what we have seen. I mean, it's 1 it's one through 15, guys. It, it's really remarkable.
2: You know, uh, Grab a two-part question. I'm going to break it down in different uh, areas here. I mean, uh, first off, I'm going to go with uh, when you look at where we're at right now and you get a static and everything, uh, you know, basically, you know, we're not even in the new year. But uh, we're so optimistic, and I think for the fan base, uh, that this is not an unrealistic goal that we should at least host a first-round playoff series. You know, not playing a few games, but we're hosting. And not none of this play-in and all that. uh, 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 I want you to comment on that. Is that unrealistic? And then also when you have like, like a Jackson Hayes, and then uh, you look at well, the games against the Thunder and the Pacers. You know, not, maybe not from national perspective paying attention to that, but you look at Jackson, Hagen, and, 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 Hayes, and uh, then uh, Marshall and their contribution. When all, all of a sudden it's like, whoa, look at the depth on this team. That's why I, I think, I mean, that might be the biggest strength, even though you have a guy like Zion and B.I. and all that. and and, and, and uh, But you look at Herb Jones and Daniels and all that. But I mean the depth on this team and they want to be part of this team. They don't want to go nowhere else. I mean, the no, whole organization well, it, it almost seems like a fantasy. Yeah. Uh well, don't don't wake me up,
1: Bobby. Uh, <laughs> just don't wake me up right now. Uh, look. To to answer the first part of your question, top 4 is absolutely a realistic goal. Right now you're you're second in the NBA in the, in the NBA Western Conference You play Sacramento later tonight. So uh you know <laughs> never thought you'd be scoreboard watching in December, yeah. but it's actually it's time to start scoreboard watching. But the thing about it, and to piggyback on top of that, as far as hosting the first round, Bobby, we now have a legitimate home court advantage at the Smoothie King Center. Yes. We've got 14, 14 home wins and three losses. The 14 wins is the most in the Western Conference Hello. Uh, right now. <laughs> so the, the SKC has become a pl- the place to be. And I firmly believe this is a carryover uh, at the end of last year. And Bobby, I've said this many times: I will go to my grave. I will go to my grave, saying that that play-in win against the LA Clippers in Los Angeles last year was the biggest win in the history of this franchise
0: Whoa. because it
1: allowed it allowed the Pelicans and the and the roster and the fans of the city gave his hope playoff. A pl- no, it, it gave them a playoff series okay. against the Phoenix Suns where these guys got a taste of playoff basketball. And the city, which had be – I mean, the love affair between this team was an organic love. I mean, it, you know, we were just kind of floundering as the season went on, and then you got guys starting to emerge even though the record wasn't that great. And you're in the 11th place or the 12th place in the Western Conference – And you got guys like Jose Alvarado, who the fans fell in love with, and Herb Jones, and the team wasn't even winning. So it was really, and you didn't have Zion Williamson at all last year. And it just kind of built and built. And for the Pelicans to get that playoff experience and for those fans to get into the Smoothie King Center and see playoff basketball against the best team in the Western Conference, the NBA's best record, in the Phoenix Suns, and the way that playoff series went down, right. I, I truly believe this is a carryover of what happened uh, last April. Uh, so I, I think you're, see, you're seeing all the sellouts now and selling games out in the middle of the week in, the, in November and December. That was unheard of right. prior, unless you know LeBron James was coming in town. Yeah. But, but now, now
2: they're coming to see the Pels. No, exactly, they're not coming to see exactly. the other team. Exactly. <laughs>
1: Exactly. And then, you know, to go back to the Jackson Hayes and the Najee Marshalls, but it just shows you these guys, they come into work every day. Look, Jackson Hayes has not been playing at all this year. He had more points against Oklahoma City. He had five more points in that game than he had the entire season combined. (laughs) He had 16 points the entire year up until that game, but he was ready to go. He got an opportunity because of guys sitting out and he made the most of it. And then you see the confidence that he built against Oklahoma city. And you saw it again last night when he had an opportunity to start. So it's, you know, and Najee Marshall, look, Najee Marshall was was that type of player three years ago. He was on the bottom of the bench. He wasn't playing a whole lot, but he kept, he kept kept grinding. Yep. Yep. Kept grinding. And you know, he's, He's the enforcer on the team. Everybody's got a role on this team. Every single person has a role on this team. Najee Marshall was never a scorer. Uh, for him to score 22 points, career high, he right. he's knocking down four threes. <laughs> uh, you know, he he was never doing that before. But again, it all just it it's it just one big confidence boost for the entire team. And as you talked wow. about it, it's just it's a team right now. It it really is.
2: Well, Graf, I even look at, uh, you know, you will always look in the future and now and in the future, but the Pelicans, I look at the NBA franchises and that, you know, the big day, now the NFL, the way the schedule uh, unfolded, they were competing head-to-head with the NBA. But uh, you look, okay, uh, Christmas Day, who's really relevant? Who's going to maybe potentially get some numbers? Well, the Pelicans, to me, I think because uh, uh, my perception going forward that they, they're going to have success. So they will end up playing on Christmas Day uh, next season. Now, I, I want you to comment on that, graph, but also um, sometimes I wonder, and uh, what is your take? Because I look at, like, small market teams, the Memphis Grizzlies, New Orleans Pelicans, when the officials and how they call games. I'm looking as of late, the Nets, and how all of a sudden uh, they on a run. Uh, but, but what is your take when it all comes down to Because I think we know enough about basketball and what's fair is fair and how games are called. Well, what is your take on that? Because I know you on top of that. Yeah, I'm going
1: to tell you the Christmas part first, and it's interesting you said that because I told my wife uh, a couple of days ago, I said, this probably ain't going to happen next year. How uh, will <laughs> working? To be, I am not going to be at home on Christmas Day. So uh, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, but yeah, you know I, I don't want to get too deep in the officials. I give enough grief during the games, right? Uh, on broadcast and, and look, Willie Green got really frustrated uh, a few games ago uh, when you know you know the Pelicans are an inside team. Uh, we're top five in points in the paint. We're about fifty-five points a game, third in the league. And when you see, you know, the Phoenix Suns attempt you know, 20 more free throws than the Pelicans do, and the, and the Suns are not an inside team. They're a three-point shooting team. That's a team bunch of B.S. It's, well, again, uh, you eloquently I, I stated said it. that. Uh, yes, I, I, but uh, I'll, I'll hold judgment until uh, <laughs> until I'm on the air. But, no, I mean, no, Willie Green was frustrated, and he's not one to really, you know, speak like that. So, and, and C.J. McCollum mentioned it after uh, one of those games as well. So, uh, you know, uh, games are officiated different. That the problem is, it's not consistent. It yeah. is it is different game to game, and you just you got to go with what's being called. But unfortunately, the consistency has not been there for the most part, and I think that's trading aspect of it. Uh,
2: now, uh, Grab before we let you run, um, is this good for the NBA when you have markets with Jai Morant like in the Memphis Grizzlies and the Pelicans? Uh, no, versus I, I, maybe I mean, like the New York Knicks or whatever, Bulls or whatever. But, but, but what is well, your take on that?
1: I, I mean, look, I, I'm biased, obviously. I think it's huge <laughs> for the NBA. I mean, Milwaukee won a championship. Amen. A couple of years ago. Giannis Antetokounmpo stayed in Milwaukee. Right. That was huge for that city. So, and, and look, we're getting into the Memphis New Orleans thing. We got an opportunity here to get a Falcons Saints you know, type, yes. type of deal with the Grizzlies. I, I don't think there's any doubt about it. And the Grizzlies, you know, look, uh, you give, them, give them their props. They're a really, really good team. But, boy, they are real easy to dislike. They run their mouths, uh, you know, and they haven't done – look, they've been in the playoffs. They're a little ahead of where the Pelicans are uh, as far as playoff experience. But, uh, I, man, a, a playoff series against that team – would be awesome. unbelievable <laughs> in my mind. But again, let's uh let's worry about tomorrow yeah. night, Bobby. It's one game at a time. Right. Uh we're not gonna look too far ahead. And uh look, Minnesota's got got some really good players and you know, Anthony Edwards and Rudy Gobert and uh former L S U Tiger Nas Reed's on the team. Uh, and, I, I don't and, know, Greg hey, hey, hey,
2: hey, Grav, to me Rudy Go- Gobert's been a disappointment. I mean I don't know I don't know if you agree with that. I like well, Rudy I think, Gobert, but he's been a disappointment compared to a Jazz uniform and in a, a Timberwolves uniform.
1: I think they're still trying to figure it out now. Carl Anthony Towns has been out for them, right. and they played a little bit better. But I think they've had issues with those two big guys, kind of you know playing, you know, in, in the same space. I think that's been an issue for them. So they have not, they have not come out of the gates. Right. Like they thought they would after they made that trade, and they gave up, you know, yeah. up a lot <laughs> yes. to get Gobert. So, um, you know, we'll see tomorrow. But uh, they're pretty much healthy, and uh, you're gonna you're gonna get a team that that that's coming in. Uh, they had a tough loss last night in Miami, so they're gonna come in ready to go. But man, again, it just doesn't get any easier for the Pals. I mean, you get, you got Minnesota tomorrow. You got. Joel Embiid and Philadelphia coming in on Friday night, what? and then it's a back to back. We fly to Memphis and take <laughs> on the Grizzlies on Saturday on New Year's Eve. So it's awesome. <laughs> uh, it is no rest, man. But it is a lot of fun uh, to be around it and uh, to get to call these games, man. It's really an honor. Todd Graffinini, radio voice of the New Orleans Pelicans. Hey, but wait, wait, hey,
2: hey, hey grab before we let you run. How about the wave against USC? How about the wave, baby? Well, what the uh, Cotton Bowl? I mean, USC, come on. Bobby, I'm going to be in
1: Philadelphia. As a matter of fact, the Pelicans are playing the Sixers the day after the Saints-Eagles game. So it's a back-to-back in Philly. I am going to be in my hotel room on Monday morning like a caged animal watching the Tulane Green Wave and the USC Trojans. It's incredible. All right, Graf. thank you, man. All right, Graf. All right, thanks, guys. Pick six is next here on WWL.
0: (sighs)